0: Well, it's British Heart Week and to mark this we've got Dr Sarah Jarvis on with us who's going to discuss how we can maintain a healthy level of cholesterol to reduce the risk of medical conditions. How are you doing today?
2: I am doing very well indeed. Thank you, Toby. So what are the dangers
0: of having a high cholesterol?
2: Well, it's probably worth starting by putting the size of the issue into perspective. Almost Mm. half of adults in the UK have got cholesterol, which is higher than we would recommend from the national guidelines. Now, everybody needs some cholesterol. It's part of every cell in your body. You use it to make vitamin D to keep your bones and your teeth and your muscles healthy. But the problem is that, as I say, nearly half of us as adults have got too much of it. And the issue Mm -hmm. with that is that there are two main kinds of cholesterol. There's something called HDL cholesterol, which we often call good cholesterol, because HDL cholesterol basically takes cholesterol away from your cells takes it back to your liver and your liver can then break it down and get rid of it so you haven't got too much in your body ldl cholesterol if you've got too much of that that gets deposited on the inside of your arteries it builds up like furring up like limescale on the inside of your personal pipes and what that can do is that can reduce the blood supply to your vital organs but really importantly what can also happen if you've already got those deposits of what we call plaques those fatty lumps deposited on the inside of your arteries then sometimes one of them will break open it will rupture and that can block the whole of the artery off so it can stop any blood getting through at all now everybody knows i think that you know you need oxygen for every one of your cells in your body to keep them going all the time if that bit of your body is suddenly deprived of oxygen if the part of your body that's supplied by that artery is the muscle of your heart the result will be a heart attack. If the part of the body that's supplied by that artery is part of your brain, the result will be a stroke. So if you don't know what your cholesterol is and it's too high, then basically you are living with a ticking time bomb.
0: Mm -hmm. So how can we find out what our cholesterol levels are?
2: Ah, well, that's a very good question. The first thing is to know what your levels are to get them checked. And the second thing is, of course, to talk about it. So a new survey from Novartis has shown that there is some good news there. The older you get, unfortunately, the greater your risk. There are other risk factors, but unfortunately getting older is is one of the big ones. Um, just over half of Brits have spoken about their cholesterol level with a GP. But unfortunately, you are, well, a lot of people who have spoken about it still don't know what to do about it. Now, the good news is that actually the Northwest is doing better than average Yay. in the UK. Yeah, <laughs> It's not that much better, however. Oh. So, the uh, overall, about 1 in 11 people actually even know what good cholesterol is. In the Northwest, about 1 in 10 people do. So, that is higher than average. And unfortunately, 19 out of 20 people in the Northwest did Know that if you're aged 40 to 74 and you haven't had your cholesterol checked in the last five years, then you should be getting it checked through the NHS with an NHS health check. Now you can get that from your pharmacy. Usually, those yeah. health checks were, to an extent, paused during the pandemic, but they're very much coming back online now. And if you just go and speak to your pharmacist, they should be able. They may well be able to give you a check, and they won't just do a simple blood test to check your cholesterol. They'll check your blood blood pressure they'll take your weight your gender your family history whether you smoke mm-hmm. all sorts of other things into account and they'll be able to factor all of that in and tell you how high your risk of heart attack and stroke is and if as a result your risk is higher than we would recommend and that the threshold we say is if your chance of having a heart attack or stroke in the next 10 years is more than 10 percent, then you need to look at your cholesterol and they will be recommending you make an appointment with the gp who can give you advice on what steps to
0: yeah, Take. Why do you think there is such a lack of awareness, I suppose, about cholesterol?
2: I wish I knew because I've been banging on about it for 30 <laughs> years. So maybe the answer is uh, people haven't been listening to me for the last yeah. 30 years. Um, I, I think the problem we've got is that there are so many things for us to think about and it can be confusing. So, you know, yeah. cholesterol is a bit confusing because the targets, for instance, are very, very broad rule of thumb is that if you haven't had a heart attack or stroke, you should be looking to have a cholesterol, a total cholesterol that's below about five and a good cholesterol level of above one. But the problem is that if you've had a heart attack or stroke, those targets are different. And I think the, 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 the figures keep changing as we've had treatments which can reduce the cholesterol by more, those targets have changed. And I think people just get confused.
0: Yeah. And even if we get our cholesterol checked out and it's all perfectly healthy... So how do we maintain it and stay healthy or bring it down if it is unhealthy?
2: Toby, you could not be more right. There's no such thing as somebody who is at no risk of heart attack or stroke, just Mm. lower or higher risk. And of course, the problem is that the same cholesterol level will put you at higher risk if you're 10 years older than it did 10 years ago. So as you get older, it becomes even more important. So for instance, things like improving your diet, little tweaks to your diet can really make a big difference. The ideal is looking at what we call the Mediterranean diet. Now there we're looking at lots of veg, lots of fruit, not too much meat, certainly not too much processed meat, more fish, particularly oily fish, less saturated fat. So we're talking there about, you know, butter, lard, fatty meats, and so on. More of the heart healthy oils. So that might be olive oil, rapeseed oil, but nuts and seeds also have very high, very good in healthy fats. And much less processed food so the the white stuff you know the the pa- the white bread and the pastry and the the mm. pizzas and all of those other things then there's exercise and yeah. ideally people should be looking towards doing half an hour of what we call aerobic exercise the kind that makes you mildly out of puff about five times a week but if you can't manage that any level will do so simple really simple things like you know taking the stairs rather than taking the lift or yeah. parking at the far end of the car park or even not taking your car if it's a short trip you'll save on petrol as well and we all know how expensive that is these days you know yeah. getting on your bike things like that will really really make a difference
0: and as well i suppose these things not only help with cholesterol but they help with your health in general it fixes all sorts
2: absolutely so of course regular exercise can help you keep your weight down and we know that keeping your weight within healthy limits and unfortunately two-thirds of us in the uk are either over- living with either overweight or obesity. We know that keeping your weight within healthy limits doesn't just protect your heart. It reduces your risk of osteoarthritis, of tiredness, of breathing problems, all sorts of other things. So yeah, it's good stuff all round. Yeah.
0: And who is most at risk of bad cholesterol? Because there are some factors that you can't really control, like your age and sex.
2: You're absolutely right. So of course, the problem is that you are more at risk if you are older, You are more at risk if you're male, but if you're female, you are still at risk. So Mm. at at risk. So you can't assume that you're okay. If you've got a strong family history of heart disease, this is really important. So particularly if a parent or a brother or sister has had a heart attack under the age of 60 or, for instance, uh, an uncle or aunt or a grandparent has had a heart attack under the age of 50. There we would definitely be worrying because there is a condition called FH or inherited high cholesterol, probably about one in 500 people in the UK have got it. Unfortunately, about six out of seven of them don't know that. And that's really important because they are extra high risk of high uh, of heart attack and stroke. And they really do need intensive treatment. So if you're a smoker, it doesn't raise your cholesterol, but it certainly raises your risk of heart attack and stroke. Mm. People from certain ethnic minorities, people of South Asian origin, unfortunately, are at higher risk of heart attack and stroke. People who've got a family history, and people who are not as young as they once were. Mm-hmm.
0: Some older people, more at risk though, might think, what's the point in living really old if I can't eat all the stuff I want?
2: I hear everything you're saying, and believe me, I have this conversation with my patients on a very regular basis. But the point is, this isn't just reducing your risk of heart attack, it's also reducing your risk of stroke. And mm-hmm. although you might die from a heart attack or die from a stroke, and that would be dreadful, and you might. but you might say, well, I've had a good life. What about if you survived a heart attack or a stroke and you're left mm. disabled? Your quality of life would just go through the floor.
0: Well, where are we able to find out more information around cholesterol?
2: I would suggest you trot along to the Heart UK website. So Heart UK is the cholesterol charity and they can give you loads of information, not just about cholesterol, but also about inherited raised cholesterol, how you can make healthy changes. Um, and they've got all sorts of practical tips for improving your diet and indeed improving your cholesterol levels.
0: Excellent. Well, many thanks for coming on the show today.
2: Great pleasure. Thanks so much for having me.
1: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: Whoa, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey, hey. The Throbbing Pulse of Sound, sound, of sound. The Toby Gribbon Show